This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. Hi, everybody. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is with Iowa State Director of Athletics, Jamie Pollard. Last week, Pollard was part of productive Big 12 meetings in Dallas. And today he shares his thoughts on the league's standing and its future. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Jamie Pollard. Well, Jamie, I think heading into the Big 12 meetings, the perception nationally or within the media at least, maybe not for you gentlemen within the room, but from the outside looking in, the perception seemed to be, oh, gloom and doom, here come the Big 12 meetings, the, the, the nose is all going to be negative. And coming out of there, it seemed like it was very positive. Was it as extreme as it seemed to us from the outside, or was it more steady she goes, but a very positive result in the end nonetheless? Well, I'd agree with you on the, on the media part going in. For better or worse, for the last several years, the Big 12 has... Um, given the media something to chew on every spring so and this spring was no different but what was different this year is what went on inside the room inside the room there wasn't any of that noise that people were talking about on the outside it was clearly the most solidified and um, unanimous feelings amongst the ad's and then the most interaction that we've been allowed to have with the presidents where there was really significant dialogue where they listened, they asked questions, they acted upon our dialogue. And so I think in the 10, 11 years I've been here, this was clearly the most healthy and robust meetings that I've been part of. And why do you think that happened? Well, I just think that all of us are more committed to getting it right in the long term you know many of the issues that were talked about outside the room were just that they i think it's you know throw mud on the wall or if we say it's two then tomorrow the media thinks it's three and if we say it's three then tomorrow they say it's two and you know it's just it's you know that's part of life i guess now that you know there's just enough people that want to talk about college sports that they're going to talk about stuff even if it's not even real so within the room though the the ADs were just really committed to talking about what what's really good about the Big 12. I mean, we what we talked about are all the great things that aren't being talked about and really focused on that and and really tried to say, well, what can we do to capitalize on that? And instead of talking about what we're not, let's talk about what we are so that we're something that others may want to gravitate to. And you know, hence that's why we were so strong about let's promote the $30 million and the fact that that doesn't count third tier rights and that all of us have monetized our third tier rights and all of us are very happy with the arrangement for our individual third tier rights. We don't need a network. You know, if the network had a ton of money, then maybe we would all consider it because why wouldn't you? But what we said is we're not looking to do that. We, we all want to keep what we currently have going. And then we have a great time zone. And so when you put all those together, we looked and said, let's keep talking about the positives. And maybe that four or five years down the road, when the next television cycle hits, that there'll be some teams maybe from P5 conferences that look and go, wow, the Big 12's got it pretty good. And you mentioned the, the $30 million figure, the distribution of revenues. And I think that caught a lot of people off guard because it was so far from what had been thrown out there as a figure prior to that. What does that do for Iowa State to have that high of a figure? What does it do for the conference? And how does it help your operating budget for the coming year? We knew it was coming. So it's not monies that we didn't know. It wasn't unexpected to us. But there had just been this culture out there that talked about how the Big 12 in aggregate was getting less. 
And, you know, it's no different when we talked about first round draft picks, you know, that everybody aggregates it. Well, yeah, if you have 16 members, you better have more than somebody with 10. You got six more people or six more institutions contributing to your total. But no one was talking about what was the individual amount per school or the average number of first round draft picks per school. And when you do that, the Big 12 is positioned really well. And then secondly, I think everybody got caught up so much on the network discussion that they didn't take a step back and say, well, because they don't have a network, what are they doing when they don't have a network? And we have long since capitalized on that. In our case, Cyclones.TV has been wonderful and has contributed to a lot of our other revenues that other people would love to have a sold out stadium, would love to have a donor that gives $25 million to a football end zone project when your team's won five games in three years. Okay, those things happen because we've built a really solid brand and a lot of things went into that brand, but Cyclones.TV, our third tier rights is a big part of that. What do you think the future is of third tier within the Big 12 count? I think what came out of the meetings was uh, of, of an acknowledgement by the presidents of the individual values that were taking place on their own campuses instead of kind of, you know, being naively thinking, well, you know, this conference has that and that conference has that. Well, maybe the Big 12 conference has this. And our this is pretty good when you talk to each individual athletics director that's in the trenches. And so I'm not here to say we'll never have a network because part of what you need in a network is you need a lot of inventory and a lot of inventory would come if you had big expansion. But we don't have that. We have 10 members. We use all our inventory already, either through our ESPN and Fox deals or our third tier network. So I, I left the meeting feeling like everybody felt really comfortable with the current arrangements related to their third tier networks. And money is one thing, exposure is another. And you look at last year in the ACC, a regular season, North Carolina versus Boston College basketball game was on ESPN three. Last year, 30 of Iowa State's 35 men's basketball games were on some kind of network television. Every single Big 12 conference game was on the ESPN family of networks. And so maybe dividing that pie 10 ways isn't such a bad deal. Well, I, I, you know, I said this a long time ago when we were 10 members that judge it over time. And we may be in a spot five years, 10 years from now where people go, we were geniuses, okay? We weren't geniuses because we, in the beginning, were thinking strategic. We were at 10 by default. No one's gonna, you know, make any, no one's gonna kid anybody out of that. But you play the hand you're dealt. And we've played that hand extremely well in a climate that everybody wanted to, want and wants to, you know, highlight or pick on the Big 12 because we're different but maybe that difference is actually beneficial. You know, our basketball round robin, our big 12 basketball tournament, um, it no one rivals it. I mean, it, this year, you know, th that coupled with the great exposure on ESPN is the reason our big 12 basketball season was positioned the way it was. And so there's a lot of virtues in the 10. The only piece that was missing was the first year of the dang college football playoff. And we missed out, somebody had to miss out. One conference was gonna miss out. If that wouldn't happen, we probably wouldn't have had any of these discussions. There'd be people complaining that we have it too easy with 10. And what the third tier, the way it's set up right now for the Big 12 Conference has done for the Olympic sports, in my opinion, is second to none. I don't think any conference can match the amount of exposure, the amount of availability of games that the Big 12 has had for its Olympic sports. I haven't seen anybody that can. I mean, we, we get a little local look here. 
because Iowa has their sports on the Big Ten Network, and um, I know our football, or excuse me, our volleyball, our softball, our wrestling, all gymnastics, all you know, don't even have to question whether they're going to be on TV, and um, whether you're, if you're in the Big Ten, I mean, there's 14 institutions vying for that one volleyball game that's going to be shown on Friday night at seven o'clock, and you can count on the Iowa State volleyball match being on. So I think that's a huge advantage. I kind of buried the lead here, but a big thing that came out of the meeting certainly was the Big 12 championship football game starting in 2017 and the split into divisions. What's your take on all that? I'm excited by it because I know what we've talked about with the split in divisions and the possibility of maybe not being locked into any one division permanently. I also recognize, you know, it didn't take long for people to start saying, well, why are they doing a championship game? Where before our decision, they all said we should have a championship game. And, you know, that does get frustrating, but it is what it is. You know, I've said with our luck, you know, the first year that we have the championship game, the best team will get knocked off and everybody will say, see, I told you they shouldn't have one. But it addresses clearly the perception that's been out there since that first year that we missed a 13th data point. So it allows us to get the 13th data point. It allows us to um, get additional revenue. So the 30 will become 33 million per school. It allows us to create two divisions, which I think does provide a little more excitement for more teams throughout the season, because you know there's gonna be another team playing for a championship of their division that wouldn't have probably been playing for something at that particular time of the season. So I think that's good for college football. And from an Iowa State perspective, you have four teams joining you in your division, at least at the start of this. And so there is something out there to, to shoot for that is more readily available than, than knocking off nine other teams, even though you'll continue the round robin, which I think is great for the fans. I, I agree. I, I you know, the chance to whatever those divisions end up being called, I'm sure there'll be a trophy for winning each of the divisions. And so you have two teams that get to be champions. And, you know, I'm sure the Big 12 championship football game will be well attended and it'll be a big deal as it was in the past. So um, that'll be exciting for those two fan bases to be playing for the championship. And I'm very positive we voted for it. I'm glad we did it. And I'm more excited about the fact that we could have a very unique structure if we say that you what you how you played either the previous year or the previous two years determines what division you're in for the next year i think that's a could be a really neat feature of the big 12. you know i know you can't share everything but what can you share about your thoughts on where the expansion topic might be headed the presidents um, are ultimately the ones that'll make that decision and you know the ad's were in the meeting with the presidents they listened to us the ad's really were committed to staying at 10 and felt that we are better off quote keeping our powder dry right now and waiting till the next cycle which will be probably four to seven years with television and see who's available at that point in time and and where we may maybe the virtues of 10 will be so strong that we wouldn't even want to add anybody or maybe somebody's going to want to leave a power five conference Um, you know those are all um, today far-fetched ideas but we'll know more when we have more data so i think the gathering of data continuing to analyze is a healthy process and is the right thing for all of us to continue to do maybe a sub headline that came out of the big 12 meetings which uh, was certainly an important headline is that concussions are down 32 percent in the big 12 conference over the last three years that's an important statistic it's important progress in a very important area and it's the result of less hitting in practice, correct? Yes, it is. So we were a, a leader three years ago. The uh, NCA Medical um, Committee recommended 
two, two contacts during the week and then a game. The Big 12 took it a step further and were, was the leader in the industry by saying we're going to do two totals. So one could be practice and one's game. If you don't play, you could have practice and then maybe the Sunday practice for the red shirts, um, but you're going to be limited to two. And now that we have three years of data on that, concussions are down 32%, which is a very significant um, number. And I look to um, some new recommendations that probably will be forthcoming in the near future that could alter the way football practices even further. One last thing for you, and since we're on the topic of football, what have you seen and I know maybe you can't get specific on ticket sales or anything like that, but just as far as people having a very high excitement level right now about Matt Campbell and what he's doing with your football program. Well, the overall excitement is tremendous, and it's been fun to be around it and be part of it. Uh, you know, he is undefeated, and, and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that just because Matt Campbell's here all of a sudden this fall, things are going to be radically different on the field. I do think and hope that we'll be a very competitive football team, but I also recognize, you know, football, it, it takes a long time to kind of switch that culture and, and, and put your culture into play. And they're, they've covered a lot of ground in a short period of time more ground than probably anybody could have imagined. And I think that's what gets everybody so excited. And, and that's, that's healthy because that crowd, those crowds will be more robust, more excited. And there's probably you know, a win or two that are gonna come as a result of that excitement that maybe wouldn't have been there in the past. So that's a good thing. Well, Jamie, your first sidecast, but I'm sure there'll be more to come. Thanks for taking some time. Well, I appreciate being on it, and um, you know, much like you, John, I think I probably got a better voice than a face for uh, TV. So, um, you know, I'm better on the side cast. Me too. Enjoyed it.